Hi, welcome back to the Quality Cup Life Podcast. My name is Imani, and here we talk about how to live a better quality of life for young adults, how to make your own decisions, and how to create the life that you want to live instead of letting other people tell you how to live. So thank you so much for listening, and let's get into the show. Hey y'all, welcome back to the Quality Cup Life Podcast. Um, Imani. Stefan. Stefan is back again. Um, he told me that there were some things when he listened back, he was like, mm, I like it, but I wanted to say some things. So I'm like, all right, here's your shot. <laughs> <Let's>... <laughs> what you got, buddy? Yeah, but um, I just wanted to kind of... Oh, wait, wait, hold on, pause. Uh, if you do not know what we're talking about... Visit the last, the previous episode. We were talking about exercising your confidence. Um, we were talking about taking care, better care of your body, and also that in within the context of sickle cell because he has sickle cell, and he's talk. He we were talking about how that has uh, benefited him, and also the struggles and things like that. All right, now you can go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to speak more to people who have more of. I don't know what to call it. Is it? It's not terminal illnesses, but. I don't know, like, like basically illnesses like that chronic, because terminal means it's gonna kill you. Chronic means it's a it'll affect you. But yeah, like it inhibit it, it, it could inhibit like your daily yeah chronic life and stuff like that. Okay, mm-hmm. so I just wanted to like say something like to people who were who may have like more chronic illnesses, because I just remember growing up I had to be like more reliable on people growing up and stuff. You mean rely on them? Oh, what I say? You said be more reliable on. Well, I had to be rely on people more often when I was younger. So I would say that like like after like maybe when I started working out or probably a little bit before then I would say that that kind of gave me like that motivation that I could rely on myself through these, you know, episodes or points of time where I would be affected by my illness and stuff and I just wanted to let other people know who may have chronic illnesses like you don't have to let that illness kind of define you because like if you if you know me and if you don't know me like very personally you would never know that I would have sickle cell because I don't make it blatantly obvious I never mention it in yeah, conversation, you like really. Yeah, about it a lot. yeah. I don't like to complain about it at all. And I would say, like, fitness gave me that. It kind of added to that um, that strength I would have to kind of persevere through those kind of moments where I would be feeling, you know, I may be inhibited from doing certain things. But you, I just, I like some people who who could relate. Like, you would have people who would kind of pity you or you know think that you're incapable of doing certain things just because of your illness but I would like to say that is not the case I can see some parents like being very um helicoptery or like sheltering yeah um they won't let little Johnny run outside because she's afraid that little Johnny's gonna catch a catch a crisis in the middle of the street and gonna lay there and won't be able to get up and then the car's gonna hit him that's very extreme but I mean like those well, not literally being in the street and not, being, but those kind of moments are true where you're going to be, you know, ill and there's nobody there to help you or anything like that. So you have to just uh, 
kind of reliant on yourself to get through those kind of moments. Mm-hmm. And I would say fitness kind of added to my confidence to assist me with those kind of moments. Because if I'm, because I like, just for example, like, man, if I can lift 300, deadlift 315 pounds, I can brush off this little, this little crisis going on. I can get through this, this moment and just uh, get myself back up on my feet. Mm-hmm. But, um. Ooh, can I say something? Yeah, you go ahead. I don't remember what the guy's name is, but he was on, um, Ed Milet. He was, we were, I think I probably missed, or we both missed Ed Marlette's speech at the at the man oh, conference. Yeah, but, yeah. but he had this guy on his pocket. I can't remember what, remember what my man name is. I don't remember if he's a motivational what he is. But like he doesn't have any arms or legs. He just has like little nubs. I've seen him before. And I mean, there's a couple different guys. But he had like a man bun and everything. He had, he's like kind of youngish. He he was born with no limbs, but he had like brothers and sisters. And um, and he he was talking about how he his parents would just let him figure stuff out and wouldn't try to baby him. And they told him, like, you're going to have to figure this out because nobody, everybody isn't going to be there to help you all the time. You're going to have to figure it out yourself. And his uh, his siblings would skateboard and stuff. And this, he was he wanted to skateboard too. And so um, he said that one day he just decided he was going to go down the hill with all the other kids. And he said one day he just used his little nubs and he – went down the the hill and he was upside down like with his face on the board and his parents was like <laughs> like why don't you go down the hill and i thought that was so cool like who you can't even it's hard to get people who have all their limbs to get on a skateboard let alone a kid with no arms and no legs going down a hill like yeah. he's i'm gonna do this. yeah i'm gonna do what yeah. i want to do <laughs> y'all not better leave me in the house <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know if i say that I'd say, I'd say at points, my um, people in my family could have been overprotective and stuff. But um, it was never, you know, it was like, like they were, they, they may have been overprotective, but you know, all these people do these things just to help you because they love you, just want to take care of you and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. there's probably been some stuff I may have not done just because of that. But yeah, I wanted to let people know that that doesn't really define you. Mm-hmm. So. And just one more thing, uh, if you, I don't know if you want to say No, you can else. go ahead. Yeah, but just one more thing I liked about fitness in relation to my illness and stuff. Like, because, like, because basically, I explained it the last episode, but just briefly, sickle cell is just like, you get, your blood just clogs up in your veins and stuff, and where that happens, that kind of causes pain. And I just, at one point when I was working out, like, you know, working out just tends to be a little makes your body and sore and stuff like that i just i just felt like like i was kind of taking that like that pain and discomfort back and just taking power over that instead of like being a victim whenever i would be in my being crisis and stuff like that so i like that yes yeah, so i don't know if, I, I i would hope that someone with a chronic illness would like come across this and maybe give me like a like um like their opinion on that take but it just feels different like have like having your own self-inflicted pain but you know fitness is like but like it's you, like for the better instead yeah, of for the worse yeah. yeah and it's like but it's self-inflicting on yourself it's kind of like you taking that control back mm-hmm. so that's how i kind of think about it mm-hmm. and um so i don't really like yeah if you if if like if you've seen me or met me personally you would never know like you, you're not gonna know, unless you like a close friend of mine or 
family or you know somebody that knows me. Yeah, but I forget to because you just be. Well, I mean, you don't have them very often, so that definitely, you know, helps people not know. Yeah. But, um, oh, shoot. Well, I was going to say something to you, but then. Oh, oh, can we can you talk a little say a little bit about like how how like it is still important to take whatever power back you can because sickle cell can be very dangerous because if well i asked you to explain it but i was just gonna say like you don't want with sickle cell you probably can't control well i'm pretty sure you can't control where the blood gets stuck you can't be like "Mm, i don't want it to be stuck in my shoulder let me choose my like my toe instead like you can't choose that so like you don't want the blood to get stuck in the wrong place for too long i guess because or too often because then that'll stop the oxygen from getting to like very important places and you don't want your uh kidney to lose oxygen or your brain or your heart or whatever yeah like um whatever that is liver i would say i would say it's important to do whatever you can to like whether that be working out or um drinking water staying active uh getting plenty of rest and stuff like that when and eating but um yeah, cause I don't, I don't really have much details about like the intricacies of, you know, sickle cell, but and like how it like works like very specifically, cause I know that my um, my father died from sickle cell, and I, I, like I know the first thing that started going bad when he was like towards a, later on to end life, his like his kidney started going bad first, mm-hmm. and then his well, heart shut was down. yeah. And I think he died from like heart failure because of sickle cell. Mm-hmm. So I and like you know I don't I don't know. But in my case, I'm 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 pretty much blessed in comparison to a lot of my other people who may have sickle cell. Mm-hmm. But um, cause I'm not as like I mean, cause it was a lot worse for me when I was a kid. But now I'm not. I'm, I notice it from time to time, but I'm not as uh like affected aff- by yeah it. affected by it as much as I was younger. But yeah, most definitely. Just because you're, you know, working out, eating healthy, I feel like you should just kind of try to stay in tune with that stuff because it, I don't think it goes away, but it's just more under control, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, my big homie, uh, Big Ike, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gave me some, some suggestions or some things that he thought would be interesting for us to have um, to hit on. And so the thing that I remember uh, when he said it, then it brought back to my memory what I wanted to say about some of the things when I asked you about some of the things that you struggle with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remembered a lot. You don't do this much now, but when you were like super obsessed with being at the gym and stuff, you would talk about how much you didn't like the size that you were and you wanted to be so much bigger and so much stronger and X, Y, Z. And I think um, I think that it's like, you really need to appreciate, although you see in your mind where you want to be, but you also need to appreciate where you currently are and then appreciate how far you've come because um, mm-hmm. Itty Bitty Boy from uh, 2014 or whatever, whenever that were, I had pick, I might put the pictures back. We'll put the pictures back on here. But uh, to like now or even to a couple years ago was like a big difference. That was like a difference of what, 30 pounds, 40 pounds? Um, say about like 30, 30 pounds. And you know, if you're a a thinner individual, you know how difficult it can be to gain weight 
<laughs> if your genetics be like nah <laughs> so um so you got anything to say about that what like like just your um your own perception on yourself yeah kind of, he used the word though the first body dysmorphia yeah. yeah i mean like i think it's just harder to really see where um it's harder to really see how far you've come from your own perspective because like whenever you're chasing a goal if you're not setting those i feel like if you're not setting those milestones like throughout the way like your like your your primary focus is the end goal like despite all the you know checkpoints you may have gotten mm -hmm. along the way you're not concerned about that like if i just i don't know like you you're not going to be looking at the actual progression you may know that you're progressing but you're not actually focused on it mm -hmm. but i just like to help that i think it's just best to like well one i think it's just best to pay attention to like the people around you and what they're actually saying to you because i just um because a lot of times people may compliment you or uh give you kudos for doing anything not just fitness related but just in general uh people as a whole tend to like downplay their achievements mm -hmm. or just be like oh i'm not that good and mm -hmm. sorry instead mm -hmm. of just you know accepting a thank you and just be like thank you and mean it yeah and just <laughs> just mean it accept the compliment yeah and i think like um i mean me personally i would i would say that i I dealt with that but not in the terms of social media but i think a social media is a big part of it nowadays but um yeah i ain't gonna tell i ain't well i ain't gonna tell you to get off of social media but just just uh tailor your time on it at least because i don't know it could it could feel depressing for somebody that's like 32 years old that's like 120 pounds looking at an 18 year old that's like 200 pounds mm -hmm. built and stuff like that but i mean for the most part the the journey that matters the most is yours so i don't think it i mean you can look to other people for like inspiration and stuff but don't like uh minimize your own accomplishments mm -hmm. don't minimize your own accomplishments just because someone may have quote unquote done better than you or is further further along than you or something like that yeah and i think it's natural it's natural to um ignore your strong points and how much how far you've come or your progress so you you literally have to force yourself to look at or if you know you you're not gonna be good at that have people there who are in support of what you're doing and in support of you mm -hmm. and have them shake you from time to time be like look this is you need to be grateful for where you are you look at where look for look at where you come from look at me and look at you you do or you are doing so much better than me <laughs> i need you to keep it up for the both of us because i can't keep up with you you know what i mean somebody uh keep you keep you somebody uh like that around you okay yeah and i and um one more thing i don't think there's nothing wrong with like having like a little bit of narcissism or bravado or arrogance from time to time like they just just gas yourself up sometimes i mean ain't nothing ain't nothing wrong with it in, in my personal opinion because like because you need that from time to time because like you may get them compliments uh every here and there but like you can't just wait on a compliment or wait for somebody to notice because you just just you know boost yourself up some more yeah, yeah. 
All right. The next thing is um, he asked me about to, like for us to talk about uh, how do you feel about the times when you made bad decisions with food or like you fell off of your workout routine and things like that. How did you how did you feel about it? How did you handle it? And how did you get back on track? Very briefly. Which one first, though? Because you said um, food and like workout routines. I, I just, just pick one first. I was just putting them together. Just put them together? Yeah. yeah. Well, first thing with the food, I mean, I was like super meticulous in the beginning, but you know, the like the phrase moderation is key is, I mean, it may sound cliche, but it is, to me, is real. Like, I don't think there's nothing wrong with, you know, indulging in certain things here and there, but when it becomes, when, um, when participating in those things becomes like a routine, I think that's when you need to refocus and just pull back a little bit because that's when you can tell when you, you know, you're doing too much. But I don't think, like, if you like Five Guys or whatever, I mean, ain't nothing wrong with a sandwich here and there. I don't think you got to guilt trip yourself just just for that. Or you can just make um goals for yourself. Like, if I get through this... Uh, this diet, not diet, I don't really like saying diet, but when I, you know, keep my health right for this, for these past week or whatever, I can eat my five guys or I can, you can have something just once a week or something. It's not, I don't think the food, the food thing is serious, but I don't think it's like that deep. But, um, and as far as like working out, like, uh, I, whenever you fall off of that, I've, me personally, I've just found it kind of difficult to get back on the track with that, just because you know I would just have that uh, lack of confidence, not being as strong as I used to, not looking like what I used to look like. But you know, when you when you go back to the gym and then you like and you pushing something or pulling up something, you probably like, oh, this is. Not as, not as hard as I th thought it was going to be. And then you back, and then you back on, well, for me, I'll, I'll just get back to that to that normal routine while I was going back to the gym regularly. But you just got to realize that um, you you can't be so hard on yourself in, in those kind of instances because we all going to have slip-ups. Everybody has slip-ups somewhere. Like, no one's going to have a perfect record. I mean, like, consistency is very important, but those... I mean, I feel like those times of rest are important, for like for yourself mentally and physically, but more so mentally for my for myself. But um, yeah, you once you just you just have to like if you are intending on stepping away from the gym and or your fitness or whatever, just at least set a a goal for yourself or a timeline for yourself to at least get back. Or set stuff up around you to where you can't think about nothing but the gym. And I think that's something that's something that's been helpful for me. With getting back into it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like okay. setting up, like um, like my gym clothes and my equipment, like where I can see it every morning. Mm -hmm. uh, going to the grocery store and purposefully going around the, well, maybe some stores you don't have to do this, but like you know Walmart and Food Lion, uh, here down where we live um you have to go outside of the perimeter of the of the grocery store to see the more um healthier options and stuff and that'll make you well that for me that person that triggers like oh i need to get back to eating such and such or mm -hmm. um eating the food that i used to be eating so i can get my 
body right and stuff. Yeah. I think uh, that's like, those are good like hacks, but I think a really good thing is have somebody who not going to play with you and be like, oh, yo, yeah. send me that meal. What, what you eating today? Did you get, you know, send me the, you at the gym? I need proof. You know what I mean? What's the scale looking like? I think that that's like a huge, just having the right support system in the right environment and find somebody. Yeah. Like, find somebody, don't matter who it is, to to hold you accountable. Because sometimes we be we be letting ourselves slide, you know what I mean? And if you want to hit your goal, you, you can't be letting yourself slide like that. Don't stress about it. But also, you don't let yourself slide at work because you know your boss going to come looking for that work. So mm. I need you to keep that same energy, though. At home. So, uh... uh yeah, keep that keep keep that same energy. <laughs> um, and then do you the last thing I have that uh, my friend said that he wanted to hear us talk about was if you could think of a simple plan to help with just starting to change your lifestyle for the better, what would you you got uh, do you have maybe one, two or three things? Well, in relate in relation to fitness, specifically, yeah, your physical health. Yeah, I would I would say that um just in three points. Whatever just, you got one, two, anything, but not like a list of ten or five things. But I would I would say something that um that kept me coming to the gym and that kind of changed my kind of um, mindset on is just like having like how you just mentioned a second ago, just having. Well, you said someone to keep you accountable, but like actually trying like planting yourself in a community that that does what you're trying to do. Because mm-hmm. like when I was going um, or at at the gym I go to, there's people, you know, there's there's guests I may may spoke to regularly, or I just knew people personally who were working out consistent consistently there. Mm-hmm. And like when you have friends like that in a gym. Like and if they don't see you for a few days, they gonna be like, "Hey, where they you be at?" They like, "Hey, yo, where you, where you at? Where you at?" I'm pulling up to your they house. They gonna where you text at? you or or they gonna they gonna they gonna get on you and be like, "Hey, you good? I mean, I saw you on Xbox, but you ain't you ain't no in the gym." I saw you on uh, that little bubble on Facebook said you was active. Yeah. Where you, why you not active in this gym though? Yeah, I mean, I mean that's that's what I have, but but yeah, and then um. And some people may not have a community like that. I mean, I saw you on Snapchat at at, uh, at Chick Fil A, but why you not in this gym though? <laughs> yeah, well now and like um, some people may not have that community, but you can just man, gym people are some of the some of the nicest people. You can build that community for yourself. And if you like like nervous around people or don't really like talking to people like that, you can just like start online. You can find. Um, somebody, you know, influential. That's uh, not influential, but like, like they, like they mean something to you personally, because like, not everybody who is influential is going to be, you know, mean something to you. Mm-hmm. But anyways, but um, yeah, like you can find like someone online who may does fitness, or you know, there's apps online where you can meet up, not meet up with people, but speak to people. Like Discord or uh, like Reddit or like random groups on Facebook, but I think it's better to have like a physical group of people who can hold you accountable for that stuff. Okay, so that's one. One is c- 
community. Yeah, it's okay. community. Yeah, anything else? Um, I would say like having a goal, but not just a goal as in like, as in like how you want to look per se, but just why you're doing what you're doing though, because um, because like maybe you, I may maybe some older people be like, I want to get my fitness right so I can, you know, be here for my children's children mm -hmm. and maybe their children if you know God blesses me to live that long. Um, maybe, maybe you're, maybe you were like me. Maybe I just want to get this, this illness under control because these pharmaceutical companies be lying. Oh, yeah. Talking about some, well, there ain't no cure for this. And hey, you, you want to be on X, Y, and B medicine, X, Y, and B, X, Y, and Z medicine for, for the rest of your life. Yeah. And like, and maybe you, maybe you don't want to do that or maybe you can't afford it or well, you go we ahead. almost we almost out of time. So the second one was <laughs> <laughs> the second one. So the first one was yeah, community. The second one was have a goal attached to a why. Yeah, or maybe you just want to do it for a person. Okay. Or be there for that person, or maybe you want to be an example for somebody. Okay, and then what I was gonna say is dumb simple is start with water. <laughs> Literally, like that's it. Just start because a lot of people don't even drink water, or they drink water, but it's not. The recommended amount is half your body weight in ounces, and that's like if you're not active, if you're not, if you are active, like you work out and stuff, it goes up. So, yeah. um, so oh, so start with that, ladies and gentlemen. All right, I think that's that's good. How I start, I started, I got this jug that was like uh seventy four point whatever, and that's more than my half my body weight. But just start with just drinking water. Can you start with replacing something as simple as replacing cereal all of? I was talking about water. Um, oh, start with yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you yelled it too. Start with cereal and oatmeal. God, leave. No, no water. You can start with replacing all the drinks with water, or if all the drink, or start replacing your soda with water. You can still if you in the tea, do tea, but just replace it in just simple ways just to get started. Because sometimes if you give people too much, they like oh it's a lot, but like water. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like no excuse. If you don't like water, put some lemon in it. Like, you know, something to just get you started. But uh, we are almost out of time. So thank you so much, Stefan, for uh, coming back and explaining further and hitting some points that we didn't touch on as much last time. So hopefully this is helpful to somebody. You know what to do. I need you to share it and like it and subscribe on YouTube or Spotify or Google Podcasts, iTunes, wherever you live or listen to things on the Internet. I need you to go ahead and hit it for me. We out here. So I need you to uh, do that for me. Thank you. We appreciate you. It's a wrap. Goodbye. <laughs>